Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, October 29th, 2020, and this is day 976 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, thank you so much for blessing us to see a brand new day that you created just for us. Thank you for being our Lord, our Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us of all of our sins and and allowing us to be made new in Christ. Thank you, Lord, for eternal life with you. And in the meantime, thank you for equipping us to do your will while we're here on this earth. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be the servants and the encouragers and edifiers and uplifters that you would have us to be. Oh, Lord, I thank you for strengthening our faith. Uh, going through the different trials and tribulations and hurts and pains that so many are dealing with right now. I thank you for comforting the brokenhearted, Father, and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is Be the example. God calls us to be the example in front of others. And by them seeing us representing the love of Christ, it will draw them uh, to the Lord. We're going to be coming out of John chapter 13, verses 1 through 20. How Jesus shows us a great example of humility and servitude and taking on the characteristics of of a servant. He came to this earth to serve and to give up his life for all of us so that we would have life for eternity uh, with him and the Father. And so it it is really such a beautiful passage. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading out of John chapter 13, starting at verse 1. And it says, "It It was just before Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Which is saying he completed his task, his mission, and he loved us to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist, After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. And it's really interesting to me how he knew that he had been given all power. You know, uh, on earth and in heaven, God had given him this power and uh, how he had come uh, to die for us. But yet... He chose just before the time for him to go to be crucified to show humility and what that looks like. And he had been he had been exemplifying this all along with his disciples. But this 
was like the crescendo, the final piece uh, to this beautiful message uh, from the Lord of how we must serve one another. And verse 6 says, He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, you're going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but Peter, you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash your wash you, you have no part with me. It's as though Jesus was transferring himself into them. You know, just it was this uh, transitioning taking place, uh, getting them ready for the great ministry and suffering and glory and joy and heartaches that they were about to endure. Then, then Lord Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. And at that point, Jesus was talking about the one that would betray him. He knew who that was. He's saying, you are clean. Your heart is pure. You will do some things that don't line up with my word, but you will come through it and be victorious. But there is one that is not clean. His heart Uh, has been tarnished because uh, Satan has corrupted his mind and his heart, which is pretty much the same thing a lot of times when, when the Bible says your heart, your mind. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone is clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked. He asked them, You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set an example that you should do as I have done for you. Verily, 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 I'm sorry, very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Now that we understand that we're not greater than Jesus who sent us, and in order to set an example for others, We must remain humble, even though people may glorify you and say, you're such a great teacher or pastor, preacher or uh, hairstylist, or uh, you are so great at uh, doing your work at being a lawyer or a doctor, or you're great at designing and contracting. You do such wonderful work at developing properties. And, you know, there is none like you. Look at the wonderful work. Well, if you're not careful, that can go to your head and blow you up to where you're no longer uh, having the mind of a servant. Now the enemy is coming in and uh, taking over your mind to make you think that you're something greater than you really are. We must continue to have the mind of a servant. And he says in verse 18, I am not referring to all of you. 
I know those I have chosen, but this is to fulfill this passage of scripture. He who shared my bread has turned against me. Again, talking about uh, Judas. I am telling you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Very truly, I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me and whoever accepts me, the one who sent me. So when we accept Jesus, we accept God, the father. Isn't that awesome? This is such a beautiful uh, passage, the way uh, that Jesus laid it out in preparation uh, for his death and resurrection and in preparation for them to carry out the gospel so that so many billions upon billions of people would get the word and and still today the legacy is carried on. Point number one, Jesus was having a very intimate conversation with just his disciples in these chapters. My Bible tells me in chapters 13 through 17, he's talking to his disciples You know, for the longest, there were crowds of people around them all the time and people coming to him, you know, some for the right motives and some not, you know, they just, they wanted the healings. They wanted to see miracles and others truly had an encounter with him and made him Lord of their lives. But these chapters uh, prepare them before his death and resurrection. So preparing and teaching them about his death and resurrection, these moments will forever change their lives. Even though one betrayed him, Judas, and then Peter denied that he knew him, and all but one, John, hid while he was being crucified. They all came together later, except for Judas, who hung himself after realizing the horrible thing that he had done. And Jesus hung out, out with them after he had res had risen from the dead and had gone to be with the Father and came back and spent 40 days with his disciples. And during that time, he uh, he did a lot of things. He, he made sure that Thomas truly knew that it was true, that he had risen from the dead. And then, and then he also uh, hung out with Peter after making breakfast for his disciples. Uh, he hung out with Peter to let him know he's forgiven for what he had done and for him to go and feed his sheep. Uh, He's preparing us as well for a great work. But yet Jesus loved them so much to the end. He was teaching them humility and servitude. Who are you being an example for? Or who's being an example for you that you're following? And as they're following Christ. Point number two, we should take on the attitude of a servant that glorifies God. You see, what Jesus did uh, by modeling a servant, um, he again showed the attitude uh, of servitude to his disciples. And washing guests' feet was a job for a household servant to carry out when guests arrived. But Jesus took on that responsibility to be the servant. It is one thing to say we serve Christ, but it's another to actually show it by serving others. These are God's, we're all God's creation. And by serving one another, we're serving God. Oh, God lives in us. Glory to God. He lives in each and every one of us. And those of us 
that has made him Lord and Savior of our lives. And he loves the whole world. He he is holding off and 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 Jesus is making intercession for us, you know, because uh the time is near and, and any day uh the rapture could take place where the believers will be caught up to be with Jesus to meet him in the air and then the seven year tribulation will begin and it will be a horrific time here on the earth. And God is giving time uh, for those that have not uh, yielded and, and to God to God totally uh, and made him Lord of their lives. He, he's waiting patiently, but time is coming near. Are you serving the Lord? Have you wrapped yourself in his love, his unconditional love, agape love? And become and be have become that servant of Christ, not judging others or putting them down, but seeing Christ in them and loving them to the end, even when they seem unlovable, even when they've hurt you, just as Jesus shows us here, he washed all of their feet, even though he knew Judas was going to betray him, he could have said, "Not you, get away from me, you're getting ready to to harm me." No, he knew that that was all part of the plan. And whatever God allows in our lives is part of his plan for our lives, preparing us for even greater things and is conditioning us. And the word tells us as iron sharpens iron, so does a man sharpen each other. And we sharpen each other also when it comes to being servants, you know, being an example. So this is your day. Listen, I remember um, uh, when I went to my parents just before God told me uh, to go to leave the church I was at for 28 years. I had been there and he said, now it's time to go and be a servant to your parents at their church and do what they've called you to do. Whatever it is they need you to do, you be there to do that. And I said, okay, Lord. And, and you know, it, it over within about a month's time, it happened. I, I did things decent and in order, gave notice to my old pastor that I was moving on after 28 years of being there, and, and it was time. And uh, did not know what awaited me, and, and it was just the most beautiful thing ever. But prior to that, I went to my parents, and I was just uh, there just visiting, you know, and I, I went in the kitchen uh, to get something. And there was this um, <clears throat> bowl sitting on the counter. And the Lord said, get it. It was a plastic tub. And the Lord said, get it and run water in that and wash your parents' feet. And I had not ever heard God say that to me before. <laughs> not in that setting. Not just going to their house. I mean, I've had uh, we've done foot washings that were something planned. Uh, in advance at church or, um, you know, uh, women's groups. These are all planned out. But this was different. Those were beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But this, it it was so powerful and just so um, unexpected, spontaneous of God. The Holy Spirit said, do it. And I did. You know, I, I went in and they were sitting on the couch and we had just been laughing and talking. I said, okay, so take your shoes off. I'm getting ready to wash your feet. And they're like, oh, no, no, like Peter. (laughs) No, oh, no. And I said, no, I got to. The Lord said, do it. And they said, okay. 
And it was one of the most uh, beautiful times and examples of making us one, you know, combining us together. There were tears and praying at the same time, uh, them praying for me, me for them. And there was this connection taking place in the spiritual realm with the three of us. And it was just this love that nothing could separate us. You know, nothing that the enemy had plotted to do. And I knew what my mission was, and that was to serve them and to do whatever I needed to do there at the church. And um, when I got there at the church and and they had Sunday service, but they didn't have Wednesday night, I remember saying, what do y'all want me to do? And uh, my dad said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I don't know. And I said, well, I could do Wednesday night service if you want. They said, okay, then do it. What do you need? And so it was like we were serving each other. And so then when the people came and I said, well, first of all, I said, well, we're the people (laughs) for Wednesday night because the Sunday people were used to coming every Sunday and not on Wednesday. So uh, so they said, you got to go get them. And so we all went together and different ones from the church and walked the neighborhood and went out to let people know, to invite them to dinner. The Lord says, start having food and invite them to dinner. Just like they did here with Jesus. They had just gone through eating together. And so we would break bread together and we were walking around, getting to know the people and being a servant to the people in our community and the neighborhood and humbly going to them, not calling ourselves pastors or anything, but going and saying, hey, listen, we're here, we're your neighbors and uh, like to invite you out for a meal and uh, the word of God and, and, uh, They said, okay, we had flyers and they said, we'll think about it. And we encountered so many different types of people at different and different to different points in their lives. And it was really amazing and beautiful. And, and so some of them came and then more and more came and, uh, we truly were able to serve and still serving to this day. And it is such a blessing to be a servant for Christ. If you don't know him yet that that would truly be the first step and then taking on the mind of Christ after that and then becoming a servant to others. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you may be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. Please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's agape love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.